1: Hey everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach, I'm here with Laura. So for about the last decade, I've been playing fantasy football. This year I'm playing with my family, my parents, my aunt, uh, my brother, his daughters, my wife, our daughters, it's 10 of us, I think. Last week I lost to my mom. And right now I'm watching a football game on television. And if this goes the way I think it's going to, I'm gonna lose to my 75 year old aunt who didn't know that she had ESPN a month ago. So um, my wife, she's undefeated. My daughters, they're playing each other this week. That's kind of cool. And they're all enjoying some success, which I'm all about. I'm all about girls and women winning, and being successful and feeling empowered. And that's what we get to talk about this week. Laura's noticing a trend in her practice, which we get to talk about. As always, it's a very cool conversation. Stick around.
0: Well, I just wanted to say good morning. Good morning. Um, Zach has zero patience for me today, by the way. It's really interesting (laughs) in the history of our relationship how we have totally switched places where I had (laughs) zero patience for you and was like, come on, Zach, here we go. And now you're just like trying to tow kid sister along on a skateboard and I'm just like not having it.
1: It's okay. It's okay.
0: (sighs) That was a pretty Um, solid visual though, right? Towing kid sister on a skateboard.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with Mm. you. Um, It reminds me, I want to say... Uh, two things. Did Did you want to tell your story though about how,
0: no, how please, you don't sleep in the same bed as your husband? <laughs> I'll get there. A little life update. Uh, this is really
1: important. Okay. There's one person on the planet who has listened to every single episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Only one? Only one.
0: How do you know it's only one?
1: Because it's Jason. And well, there's a fair to midland chance that he is presently editing this episode on his birthday. <gasps> and there's a fair to Midland chance that he has forgotten that it's his birthday because he does not remember his own birthday. So what I wanted to say was Jason, happy birthday. Thank you for being such an amazing editor and producer of our podcast. We love you and uh, we really appreciate you. And uh, we couldn't be here without you.
0: That was so. awesome. Good yeah. collaboration. Thanks. Um, <laughs> happy birthday, Jason. Um, yeah, the poor guy has to listen to our our episodes. He gets to listen to us fight. He gets to listen to us burp into the mic. He gets to listen to your poor dad jokes that don't it's go well. It's fair to
1: say Jason knows us better than anyone else in, <laughs> in the world.
0: Um, you know what I really love is like the big wig podcast where the producers are in the room and then you can kind of hear like Brene Brown telling a story. And then all of a sudden you'll hear like a snicker in the background. That's like the producer, like laughing. I wish I could hear and see Jason's responses where he's just like rolling his eyes, just like get on with it already. (laughs) Uh, Holding signs Um, up. Um, I
1: wanted to tell you one other thing. Sorry. Can I tell you one other thing? You said two
0: things. You said two. Yeah. Go on.
1: So, Believe it or not, I've gotten a handful of feedback about your fashion woes uh, through the through the inter Instagram.
0: I'm so excited! I have an update. I have an update. But go on. Wait, how come you've gotten a fat oh feedback from your wife? You think?
1: Did I get the insta? Well, well, yes, that, and also from the Instagram, getting some uh, empathy and love. But my wife did say. Laura. Yes. If you want, she will help you buy clothes. Mm-hmm. And also, all of you ladies out there in the world, mm-hmm. you want help if you share Laura's problem that you can't go to Forever 21 anymore. And you're <laughs> I sad can't. about that. I and can't. you want to wear grown-up clothes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who needs <laughs> to be a is woman offering to help you. Yeah.
1: But you have to follow us on the Instagram and send me a note and uh Well, does your wife we'll have her go. own Instagram? No, you have to follow us because we're still chasing our blue check. Yeah, this we is are. a bribe. This is me bribing people to um, okay to help us get the blue check. Let me anyway, those you, are my I, two updates. First, right. happy birthday, Jason. Yes. Two, if you need help putting clothes on, uh, yeah. you have resources available. at your. Device.
0: So let me tell you what I have done because it's kind of been a big deal for me. It's been a journey. Okay. I'm on sort of a... a, a I don't know, like a revamp. I feel like I just need like a fresh start. Like COVID was tough. There were Mm certain, there were some COVID pounds. There was some, some, I'm kind of addicted to television right now. Like addicted to my phone. Are you
1: watching the squid game?
0: No. What's that about?
1: We should talk about that later.
0: Uh, okay. Maybe not on Everybody, the Everybody,
1: a lot of people who are listening are watching the Squid Game.
0: Okay. Well, I'm not cool enough because I'm still on like season 10 of Grey's Anatomy for the sixth Again. time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so predictable. But here's what I did. I'm going to give a plug to a new Instagram. I I wasn't on Instagram. Now I'm on. Anyway, I found this thing and it's kind of helping me, but it's this gal and her website is life with jazz. Her Instagram is life with jazz. And what she does is she put together what's kind of like a minimalist um wardrobe and so it's considered like a capsule and basically she says like buy these four shirts these four pants these four you know jackets oh, that's, these that's right up your alley yeah and she's and then she shows you how to pair it and I'm like okay that's super simple. So I have been binge shopping and I have not talked to my husband about it at all. Nice. What's gonna happen Good. is that over a series of a week we are going to receive a couple packages every day for a week. And I'm, I'm kind of number one, like I, you know, I can, I can afford to do this. I haven't done it in a very long time, but I'm kind of excited to like have this experience because there's been a lot of packages arriving golf related packages on his behalf. Um, but I will let you know how it goes. I'm really excited. Check out her fall um, capsule of how she pairs basically these shirts with these pants, with these boots. And then she just shows me what to wear. And apparently I just need to wash like nine things over the next four months and I'm good.
1: Yeah. Okay. What I think you should do is just, um, just wear them and see if he notices, like just wear new clothes and like, don't worry. Like,
0: well he's skip gonna, the packaging. He's gonna see the packages. He's gonna see oh, them. It is unavoidable. Well, he will be home tomorrow. He will see them. You want me to hide it from him and just I but I can't because I've already told him I'm like, well that oh, okay. yeah. I'm revamping my wardrobe. I just haven't I mean it's it's coming from all over. <laughs> I got sunglasses, purses, hats, jackets, <laughs> shoes. It's coming.
1: Okay. This is why I said this though. Um, okay. This is a, a segue. So a couple weeks ago when I did the art and science of love, which is not the one that we're teaching in October, but the one On that we twenty third and
0: 24th.
1: Yes. Which we're going to talk about here in a second. Gotman.com
0: um, forward slash <laughs> MTR. Got it.
1: Darren, uh, was in the green room with us, uh, the whole time. So, mm-hmm. and Darren's one of the CGTs that, uh, was po- providing support to the people who were attending the thing. And he, um, <laughs> he, Changed his shirt every single time between breaks. So like the like during lecture we're not in the green room. So he would leave and he would like go into Did his house and this change his just shirt
0: just to see if somebody and would notice. Just to see
1: if anybody would notice.
0: <laughs> I just love like he's right and so up the your next alley. Day,
1: next day we were debriefing the um we were debriefing the event and he decided he wanted to use Soften Startup. And so Soften Startup, those of you out there in uh, marriage therapy Radio Land, is when you talk about. You know what you're feeling and why, and what you want to do about it. So he comes on day two and he starts. He goes, he goes. I'd like to use a start, soft startup. And we're kind of like uh, nervous because right? we think, think maybe we be offended him big. or something from yesterday. Yeah. He goes, I feel invisible. <laughs> See, he <laughs> started with, I feel. Yesterday I felt invisible, and I, and I was like, did I ignore something that you said, Darren? Like, was mm-hmm. there something? I, sorry, because I like Darren. I, I I don't want him to feel a bit. He goes because I changed my shirt every single, you know he told us the whole thing mm-hmm. and we we're like oh brother so here's the other f- fun part but those what was his you...
0: ask because like there's he didn't have an ask because listen to this oh. part
1: so when you're in the green room and a couple asks for help mm-hmm. what happens is sometimes you get kicked out of the green room <laughs> like they just stuck you out immediately to go work with a couple so he's in the middle of telling us how he felt invisible because he changes shirt and nobody <laughs> noticed and then he vanished <laughs> he vanished out of the green room and it was so fun it was so fun and funny so uh, we have a good time at the Art and Science of Love you will too. And if you want to know what goes on behind the scenes, you now have a peek.
0: You have a sneak peek of what therapists are doing. Um, They're changing their clothes and (laughs) they are, you know, in general. Deeply
1: invested in your mental health and your (laughs) but meanwhile, we're trying to play, you know, optical illusion tricks on our I know.
0: I know. Um, so what's been what's been happening? I kind of was like chatting with you. I've got, you know, some interesting stuff that's happening in my practice. And you know what I'll say? I think couples are getting better. Like I think some couples mm-hmm. are really finding their groove. And that's been something that's really in refreshing. your practice or
1: in general? Um, in, on I planet? think
0: no, I think in my practice, um, there's a lot that's of good. things that be, folks be are kinda of
1: bad if they were getting worse.
0: I know. Well, couples do get worse <laughs> it sometimes, you know? Like yeah. I think that um therapy doesn't work. Couples work. That's a, that's a Zach quote there. Um, And sometimes, you know, you, you do everything that you possibly can, but uh, um, you know, sometimes you realize like maybe, maybe couples therapy isn't working because you need some individual therapy. It's hard to like show up in couples therapy if there's some individual things that you really need to work on. But what I'm noticing is that some couples are starting to really feel better because they're kind of getting their groove back. Like they're getting their life back. They're kind of getting back into summer is sort of a a strange lawless time without boundaries and rules and all of that. And and now that we're into fall, people are kind of getting back into, okay, I'm like going and watching football games with my friends and kids are back in school and there's a little bit more of a routine and the routine is not involving like being on lockdown. So I say this, but I also have some folks that are on the East coast that I, um, uh, have chatted with and they're like, Oh no, we're definitely locked down. It is, it is. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's
1: interesting that you said that I'm glad that you clarified that people are getting better in your practice. You should work with Laura if you, if you can, um, (laughs) because people are getting better. I'm actually finding that, um, as, or I, I don't know if this is a trend yet or if I can measure it yet, but it, uh, it feels like people are just kind of starting to get the cobwebs out of the COVID thing mm-hmm. and realizing that they're hurting, that they're actually getting worse, that they're that they, mm-hmm. because they haven't stewarded it as well as they could have or should have. And I don't know if yeah. could or should or even the right words, but people are coming in and COVID is a big part of what they're bringing. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's unfortunate. You know, it's a bummer. I mean, it's a bummer that we've all been suffering under a global pandemic, but um, yeah, But yeah, that's sort of what I've seen.
0: Consider this your personal invitation to join Zach and me for the weekend of October 23rd and 24th, virtually from wherever you call home. The Gottman Institute has entrusted Zach and I to host for the very first time in history, the Art and Science of Love Couples Workshop. This workshop was developed by the Einstein of Love himself, Drs. John Gottman and his wife, Dr. Julie Schwartz Gottman. This is a two-day live virtual workshop. It is all grounded in research on what actually keeps relationships happy and stable. We want to see for yourself why millions of couples worldwide have benefited from the Gottman Method. Look, this workshop is designed to strengthen relationships through engaging presentation. That's us. And experiential activities. That's you. And if you have a strong relationship, this workshop will provide you with the insight and tools to foster further closeness, friendship, and trust. And if your relationship is distressed, this workshop will provide you with greater understanding, of your relationship and a roadmap for repair. Look, registration is limited. We definitely want to make sure that our friends of Marriage Therapy Radio snag the limited seats. Registration is only $5.99 per couple, and you save 10% off when you register with the code MTR2021. So go to Gottman.com forward slash MTR. It's G-O-T-T-M-A-N forward slash mtr we're super pumped to meet you virtually and to spend a weekend sharing our favorite research favorite stories dad jokes and exercises that are all proven to strengthen your relationship just remember to use your promo code mtr 2021 to get the discount and we will see you on october 23rd and 24th for the art and science of love couples workshop Okay, here's one theme, because we you know, we always come up with as we're chatting. This is like we don't come in with any sort of idea or agenda, it just happens. But here's one interesting thing that I would love to talk to you about and if you have seen it, but I have seen a lot of identity crises happening on behalf of the females. There is a lot that we talk about with like men having like a midlife crisis and Mm. that's pretty well known. And there's, you know, spoofs and shows and whatever that are made up about that. But I'm finding a lot of women having these midlife crises. And it's very interesting, the flip, because when I have these females coming into my practice, the males in these heterosexual relationships are saying, find yourself, find yourself, do whatever makes you happy. Find your friends, find your tribe, find your hobby, find your job, do whatever you need to do to make yourself happy. The flip side of what we're seeing in particular with like, you know, spoofs or jokes or, you know, whatever the media is putting out there about men in their midlife crises, is women rolling their eyes and being like, oh, he's in a midlife crisis." You know, he's going he like, to go
1: find himself.
0: Right, like he's got he's going to buy a sports car. That's like the big joke, right? He's got to find his sports car or all of a sudden like, yeah, he joined CrossFit and he's like, you know, torn his rotator cuff yet again. <laughs> Just <laughs> um and it's very interesting the the difference that I'm seeing where these male counterparts are so supportive of their wives finding themselves. And I just, um, this has been a significant trend of women not knowing how to be in relationship with another when they don't even really know who they are. And that's what's coming up a lot.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, I haven't really seen it, but I believe, I believe what you're talking about. And, and, and without being uh, like super funny about it, I mean, I think part of your experience at the mall and with your outfits and with the, shopping thing is like, kind of, it's a little bit of that, not that you're having a midlife crisis, but it is hard to figure out like, who are you when Mm -hmm. you look around and what you're being told to be perhaps isn't consistent with what you actually are. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it's just, that's, that's the reality of particularly for women, they've been held to this sort of standard that I'm aware of because I've got three of them that are trying to figure out who they are and that's and it's challenging. It's not coming up in my office, maybe the way that it's coming up in your office, but I'm interested to bat it around with you if you want.
0: Yeah. Well, I think what I'm seeing a lot of is if we're going to talk, you know, sort of in, um, I don't know, probably like stereotypical ways is this dynamic of female caretaker sort of as the primary caretaker, even if the Mm -hmm. female has, um, like not recreation, has a job sort of outside of the home, she's still in that primary role of caretaker. And I have just seen quite a few women where they have poured their blood, sweat and tears into this role of mom and they've leaned Mm -hmm. into it so hard. And their life has been about, you know, Pinteresting the best lunches to make for their kids and Mm -hmm. how to like scrap together amazing Halloween costumes and putting together birthday parties. And it's been very other focused and they're, identity has been tied to mom and then somewhere along the way they lost touch with the girl that they were in college or you know like mm. the free spirit i Speaking of Grey's Anatomy, (laughs) if you know, you know, but there's this moment where Callie, who's a character, she realizes that something has gone wrong because she remembered her old self as being this girl that used to dance around in her underwear. And she, it all of a sudden like came crashing down for her that, oh shit, I don't dance around in my underwear anymore. And that's what I'm Mm -hmm. seeing is I'm seeing a lot of these women say, I'm struggling hard individually because I can't connect with who I am. And here my husband wants to reach me, wants to be with me, wants to have an adult relationship with me. And all I can provide is this shell of a woman who's not even in touch with who she is. And Mm. so it's like this big pause moment in the relationship and in couples therapy of, okay, like you're right. In order to, know your partner in order to be open and available and vulnerable with your partner and have intimacy. Isn't it true that you need to know who you are first?
1: Yeah, I think so. And you know, this is coming up in a lot of ways. I, like my brain is doing three, uh, probably three things at once. And one is, um, you know, a big part of, you know, if we're just going <laughs> to keep talking about the art and science of love, which we're teaching on October 22nd <laughs> and 23rd. It's
0: 23rd and um, 24th, but go on.
1: Sure. But, uh, <laughs> there is a big section in there around John Gottman's research um, about how important it is to bring the woman's role forward. Um, And so I sort of want to applaud some of these guys that you're seeing in your in your office who are saying, Hey, find yourself, find, do your thing like find you know, because I think, you know, there's a, there's a statistic around healthy relationships. You usually have an emotionally available or emotionally intelligent husband. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, Oh, what is that about? Well, it's usually because there's, there's probably already an emotionally intelligent woman. Mm. And so what you're adding is an emotional intelligence. It's not that that's the key to a healthy relationship. It's more like it's, it's necessary, yeah. you know? Yeah. But it, so applaud those guys. That's for one. And then I think again, that because women, and I couldn't even begin to do this in a, in a truly, Uh, comprehensive way, but because women have spent generations, centuries sort of taking a backseat to the patriarchy, you know, then those themes are really, really present everywhere. They're present in politics. They're present in economics. They're present in, you know, the religion Mm -hmm. and they're present in the home. And so when it can be, when, when we can encourage women to, uh, the, you know, kind of the classic analogy is, you know, put on your oxygen mask first right? so that you can be of help to other people. Yeah. Then I'm pro that. I think part of it is just helping them understand that, that, that that's actually how you help other people, Right. um, is, is putting your oxygen mask on first. Cause everybody, I mean, I, I live with, again, three wives and one of them in particular is really, really interested in helping other people. Mm-hmm. And, and giving other people oxygen and oxygenating other people and Mm -hmm. she's often suffocating. And that's, that, that is a very, it's very real. And so we have to find ways to help, help make that. Okay. Help normalize that. I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just am kind of wondering, like if somebody, if a, if a woman came into your practice and um, you know, the case that I'm finding is two people in practice and one person just saying, I'm really struggling. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I care about anymore. I don't know how to connect with my partner because I don't know who's connecting with him. Um, And I think a lot of women too have just kind of turned off and it's been a sense of duty. Um, it, yeah. Like their life has not necessarily been something of choice that they have wanted to do. It's something that they have been sort of destined to do um, mm-hmm. or it's a life of duty. And so part of it, it for them is regaining and understanding is this, um, like, who am I doing this for? Am yeah. I doing this for me? Am I doing this for my husband? Am I doing this for my kids? Am I doing this for my mother, for my, you know, whatever, my church? And regaining that sense of I'm doing this for me. I think I started that with a question and then I just started talking and now I don't even know the question that I had. Well, I mean,
1: what would be, I mean, what would be, what would be the takeaway here? I mean, I think there's two things that I would be saying. And one is if you're a woman listening to this, like, a, you're not alone. And B, yeah, take care of yourself. Get mm-hmm. your own therapy. Join, go on your, what do you call it? Uh, spirit your quest. Girls, your spirit, your, well, spirit quest, but you went on like the girls' weekend. Oh, I don't yeah. know if that ended up being rejuvenating for you, but get away, get out and stop being mom for a weekend mm-hmm. or a minute, you know? Yeah. Um, to, to you know, look for the ways that you can contribute outside the identity, you know, kind of the identity that maybe is holding you back, whether it's with, uh, I don't know, do they call it PTA anymore? I think it's called the boosters at my, my place, but you know, (laughs) find ways to get connected that don't, that allow you to spread your wings a little bit. I mean, I think you you hear, hear that, do that. Right. Um, And if you're a man and you're listening and you're married to one of these women, then, you know, by all means, I would say get out of her way and let her figure out how to do whatever it is she needs to do Mm -hmm. to show show up. I, I got this, I wrote this article. I don't know. It was maybe a handful of years ago. It was for this one website. I don't even know if it exists anymore. It was a big deal though, because at the time it was the second most read article ever. Wow. At this website. Wow. Um, and they asked me to write an article about what, what do men want women to give them for new year's? Like, what are they like? What, what res something like that? Like, okay. As a man, what does a woman want for new Year's? What should you do? Uh, Wait, does know, a I, woman
0: want for new year's?
1: It was sort of like, what was the premise? The premise was, um, <laughs> If you were a man yeah. and you could talk to your woman, like, what do you want from your woman? No, if you're a woman,
0: oh. what
1: should you do for your man for new year's Eve? Okay. That's what it was.
0: If you're a woman, what should you do for your man for new year's Eve?
1: For like not new year's Eve, for new year's resolutions. Oh, okay. New year's resolution. All right. And I was like, nothing. What? Don't do one thing for him.
0: Okay. Why?
1: Take care of you. Like mm-hmm. do it for you. Like take care of your mind, take care of your body, take care of your soul, mm-hmm. take care of yourself. Mm-hmm so that you can be in relationship with him in a meaningful way and everybody was all upset about the headline because it was all like right
0: uh, it was very catchy it was, whoever did it you it was catchy
1: and it was all about how do you please your man right and I was like you don't <laughs> Take care of yourself. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Well,
0: it's true, right? Like when you are your best self, like when you are operating on all cylinders, you're feeling really good about the direction that you're moving in as a human being. You're pumped on the friendships that you have. You're taking care of your body. Like your spirituality is is like thriving and nurtured. I mean, when you are operating on all cylinders, that's a pretty fantastic safe place to be in in your relationship meaning like when my partner like when you Zach are flourishing as my business partner and you're writing and you're taking care of your body and like your mental health is really solid your friend like friendships marriages all of those I feel and I respond
1: to emails and texts I feel
0: very safe and I remember things Mm -hmm. I feel safe in our in our (laughs) relationship and that's just a business relationship but it doesn't feel safe I just I, just, I steamrolled you as you were like trying to be silly, but
1: it's okay. I actually, I actually interrupted you while you were trying to be sincere. I, and that's, that's
0: I've never right. seen you interrupt me ever. <laughs> but I, I mean, it is kind of an interesting thing. Hey, here's the flip side of it. Because if you are a man and you're listening to this and you're like, "Yeah, my wife's kind of like, you know, she knows who she is. She's really leaned into her identity," and this isn't a thing. Um, the flip side of what I am seeing is men who have been almost like discarded and not included and feeling very left out of this experience. Um, So, you know, sperm donor and piggy bank are kind of the two feelings. Yeah, those are pretty big words of things where I've heard men use that language of feeling like, is this all that I am to you? This is my role. This is all that I have to offer in this household. Have you, you're silent. What did that do for you when I said sperm donor and piggy bank?
1: I don't really feel sorry for guys right now. I'm I'm sorry about that. And I'm not, that's probably my main thing is that, uh, sorry about that. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe show up in a different way. I don't know. You don't have anything for
0: that. I I mean, I have a lot of empathy for that. Part of it is that when...
1: I mean, I think it sucks, but I think it's sort of like, um you know, you have choices about how you show up and you can definitely show up as other than sperm donor or piggy bank. Um,
0: True, but I also think that there are some real like alliances that form. I mean, you are, you are a dad in a household with two women who are now like adults and also your wife. And so I think that it's pretty easy for you to kind of get shut out and for alliances to form. And um, I don't know. I mean, like part of me is like, okay, So maybe that's the way that you're feeling based on choices that were made early on in the relationship. Like you didn't have an agreement of like, what is the role of husband or what is the role of father, whatever it might be. But like shifting that dynamic, because I do, I have a lot of empathy for not being comfortable with the role that you're playing right now in this life. Like feeling like I go to work, I make money, I come home, I get ignored or I'm not desired or I'm not like, I could do a whole nother episode just talking about the, the struggle of the male role in the household and how it's just not resonating. And I think that's where we get a lot let's of do let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's what I'll do. I will promise to do a follow-up of um struggles that I'm seeing in my practice of men not feeling comfortable with their current role. This was the one talking about females trying to find themselves. Okay. Yeah.
1: We should call this episode you go girl.
0: You go, girl. Yeah. Get it. All right. Um I would love for Jason no, to end, find I think, an again, image I think, uh, to match the you go girl. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: the snappy thing. Yeah. Um, all right. This has been a mess. Um,
0: it sure has, but happy birthday to Jason.
1: Yeah. Happy birthday, Jason. Happy birthday, Rebecca. They have birthdays on uh, the, uh, the same week. In fact, it's that week I was telling you back when we talked about Jason Gaddis's book, which comes out this week. Okay. Um, uh, you should pick up. What's it called? Getting to zero. Yeah. Um, they sent me a copy, which is really what? cool. I can't wait to. I didn't uh, get a copy. But it is. Um, Gee, dang it. It is the most popular week in America for babies to be born, the first week of October. So when were, new, when were people shacking up?
0: Their own New Year's? New Year's? new Year's
1: babies. Yeah. Hmm. Because all those ladies that I talked about in my article, they, I, I told them that they needed to like make babies with their husband during yeah. their New Year's resolutions. Just practice
0: yeah. making babies.
1: So then October, and then boom. Hmm. So.
0: okay hey let's right. go ahead and land this plane Goodbye. next episode that we do we'll focus on male roles and if you want to actually me-
1: I think our next episode is um the my, the Olympian mm-hmm. oh yep yep mm-hmm. yeah, haven't even told you about that okay but it was fun but here's I'm what
0: right. I want if you are a male or a female, whatever, and this new topic resonates with you, send me some thoughts, ideas, because I, I definitely want to like understand where you're coming from. So info at and Or
1: follow us on the Instagram and send me a message. Yeah,
0: I'm not yeah, looking at it. Radio. Zach is. Okay, uh, let's Well, you're it.
1: back on Instagram.
0: I'm going to get off actually in a couple weeks.
1: Oh, oh I keep tagging you. So. All
0: right. Well, See you later. let's land it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Wow, was that hard to stay on track. This is what happens when you have two people with ADD that just like to hang out um, with each other and chit chat and record their voices. A couple of important things. Obviously, you know, we keep telling you about the art and science of love. It's the only one that we're doing this year. It's coming up on October 23rd and 24th. It's an all-day workshop from 8 until 3 o'clock PM uh, Pacific Standard Time. And when you register by going to gotman.com forward slash MTR, just remember to put in the promo code so that they know, one, that you're friends of Marriage Therapy Radio and two, you get the 10% discount, which is significant enough. I mean, it's like enough for a dinner for the two of you to go out for dinner um, on the evening of the workshop. And that promo code is MTR2021. A couple of other things I mentioned <laughs> For you ladies who are interested in knowing how to dress like adults, uh, life with jazz. That's my new favorite, uh, way to sort of style myself. Um, and then also we mentioned getting to zero Jason Gaddis's book is out. You can find it wherever books are sold with that. I bid you adieu. Thanks for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Happy birthday, Jason.